So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to 12-Hour Broker Podcast. We don't edit these, all right? We make one, good or bad. It goes out. Mac and Maisie, both in the house. Both had some beef jerky at Starbucks. That's all I had. Made, made them happy. Do what you got to do. Whatever's in the truck is what they get. Um, okay, let's jump into it. This isn't going to be a long podcast, although every time I say that, it turns into a little longer, but I don't think it's going to be. So it makes me very, very happy to see a lot of brokers out there hustling. And what I mean by that is they're hustling and they're trying to find referral partners to partner with. And they're putting themselves out there more than they ever have before. And you know what? It's because we have to. So good for you for doing the things you have to do. Right? You don't get a special cookie because you're doing it. It's just like, yeah, this is being a business owner. Business is drying up. Who has business? Well, referral partners have business. So go get that. So now what I want to talk about is which referral partner should you spend your time and energy with? Okay. I've got pretty strong feelings on this one. I hold, you know, strong opinions held loosely most of the time. This one, tough to change. There's always exceptions to the rule. You might be like, well, Ryan, I do this and this. Of course, of course. I'm talking, I'm trying to talk to thousands of mortgage brokers, right? And go, hey, you want to build a referral-based business, which in my opinion is the best business you can ever build the quickest way to business in our industry. And so which referral partner should you target, right? The argument against realtors that I keep hearing is, well, they're not that busy. Okay, well, there still are deals getting done, right? So there is business out there, but realtors also have more attention span right now. Like they, you, you, you can get airtime with them, whereas you couldn't before. So let me walk through a couple examples of referral partners We'll bring a full circle to who and what I think you should be spending your time and energy on. Um, and a lot of you are doing it through webinars, which is very cool. We're releasing uh, two webinars in the Academy, uh, fully edited for you, done training on how you can use these webinars and customize them for yourself. Um, so I think that's a phenomenal thing for you to be doing. But I caution you, it takes to do a webinar, it's the same amount of time and energy to do a webinar towards an end consumer as is to a referral partner. If you do it to a referral partner, they have access to more deals. Well, you're just going to, you're leveraging your time. Okay, so you're already leveraging your time with a webinar doing one-to-many. Now, if you're one-to-many, can be referral partners. So your webinar's geared towards a referral partner. Well, now you get access to their clients potentially. So you've just leveraged yourself twice through doing one live webinar. Okay, so let's go through the referral partners. So you've got... Realtors, so I always look at who has the pain point I can solve. Who has the biggest pain point? Some referral partners have little pain points that, like, it, their business isn't going to change that much if I jump in or not. Uh, but who has the biggest pain point? So right out of the gate, realtors, in my opinion, have the biggest pain point. They cannot function. Their business does not function if more, if the property doesn't get closed on. 
if their clients aren't pre-approved the right way, they don't have the confidence to put offers in, if they can't fulfill those, satisfy those conditions, if they can't show up with funding on the day of closing, if that all doesn't happen, the realtor doesn't make money and they don't feed their family. Right. So to me, that's the biggest pain point you could ever have. You have a pain point of needing my help to do this to feed your family or your business just does not work. If you have all cash buyers, okay, um, like I said, exception to the rule. Most realtors have clients who need mortgages and can't close in cash. Okay, so that makes us like super, super, super important, and that's a phenomenal relationship. And so realtors, yes, they don't have as much business right now, but I look at them as a blue chip stock. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's like, Coca-Cola, that's Google, that's Apple. That These are these behemoth stocks that over time just always go up. They're a lot more predictable than the other stuff. They're, they're not crypto. They're not necessarily some sort, some of the tech stocks. Uh, they basically just keep humming along. Warren Buffett is a big investor in, you know, these blue chip stocks. And he's like, hey, people are, he's a big investor in Coke. People are just going to always drink Coke. So I look at it as... Realtors are the blue chip stock. Their stock is low right now, much like blue chip stocks. It's low, meaning they don't have a ton of business. The market's dried up a bit until people get used to these interest rates, which I don't know, is that three more months, give or take, spring market rolling around, three more months. Everyone's just sort of used to 6% rates. Then it's like, okay, now let's stop pressing pause and everything. Let's just get on with life and whatever we want to do real estate wise. So realtors will be back to busy. And so if you can spend your time buying blue chip stocks right now, if you can buy Apple, and I don't even know what Apple stock is at, I'm throwing numbers out. If you can if it used to be at a thousand and now it's at two fifty, if you can buy Apple at two fifty, you already know it's going back over a thousand at some point. Much like realtors. So their stock is low right now, but you can get a lot of airtime with them. And if you build those relationships, when they get back, you're gonna get business now anyways from them. Not as much as you'd like, but you will get business. You have to play the long game here. But then six months, a year from now, if you've laid in all that groundwork and you're now their guy or their girl and you've got eight, nine, ten realtors humming along now, sending you business, your business will change overnight. Right? But it's going to take a lot of work to get there. But you're buying the blue chip stock. It's $250 for one stock. Or you can go buy the other stock, which is the other referral partners, and we'll get into those after, which might be, $30 a share, right? So you can buy $250 a share, Apple, blue chip, realtors, or buy $30 a share over here, one of these other ones, that's never going to outperform the blue chip stocks. Once in a while, you hit one and you get a home run, sure. I'm not talking about that. So let's go into those other ones because it's all about the pain point. Realtors, I can solve a pain point. I can help a realtor keep a business going, be a successful realtor, make a bunch of money, and feed their family. I can actually do that. Before I get into the other referral partners, we've got a break. This podcast is brought to you by Very Hot Americano. It's a new, it's a new version. And yeah, it's hot. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, it might be, or any of the last couple ones, and it's the first time listening, you're like, what is this guy doing? Like, who, like, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. Okay, so now let's talk about accountants. So accountants are referral partners, sure. 
to, for you to do a webinar, for you to build a list of accountants up. This is what you have to do to build your, to go and get referral partners. You build a list up. I've went over many times how to go do that. You build a list up. You reach out to the list. You present something to the list. You follow up to the list with videos, and then you transition to a text camp. And if you actually want to add another layer on, you add them on social media and you start commenting on their social media. So that's like that's like a referral follow-up system. It works. 1,000% it works. There's there's amount of time and energy to do that. Let's call that X. Okay? If you're going after accountants versus realtors, the same time and energy. It's X. So I always want to go after where I'm going to get biggest bang for my buck. Biggest bang for my time. If I'm going after accountants, what's their pain point? then I'm solving, right? Accounts have their clients are in tax arrears. Well, that's not their pain point. They still get paid no matter what. That's their client's pain point. It's not theirs, um, right? They're just kind of like, can you tell me a pain point there? There's nothing that jumps off the page that is keeping their doors open if I solve. There's no problem I'm solving that literally if I don't solve, their doors close. If I don't, if, if a realtor doesn't solve their problem of having fully approved clients who can close on time, their doors will close. They will. So that account doesn't have that. So to me, I don't, I'm spending X amount of time. I'm not going after accounts. I know a bunch of you have referral partners accounts and good for you. And that's great. I'm not going to go develop a system to go follow up and build a list of a hundred and call them. And like, cause I know the pain point isn't big enough. I can't cut deep enough on why they need to meet me, how it can impact their business, um, the follow-up videos I do. Like, I just can't. I'm hoping that they just care a lot about their clients. And if their client says, hey, do you know a mortgage broker? Hey, I'd like to do this. Oh, yeah, I know someone. But it's not detrimental to their business. Okay? Financial advisors. What's their pain point? Well, typically, and for those of you who don't know, financial advisors, they get paid to manage a book of business. So if they have a million dollars of assets under management, they get paid a percentage. So it's in their best interest to keep money invested that they're managing. Okay, so typically the usual referral partner relationship with a financial advisor is, hey, my clients have equity in their home and they want to invest it and I'm going to manage it for them. Can you get them access to it? Okay, I'll do a refi. We'll pull 200 grand. Here you go. Go invest it for them. That's the typical relationship. If I don't do that, if I don't get them access to the money, does do their doors shut? No. Because it's such a small, small, small amount. And I'm guessing they already have insurance or other assets under management with that client. Plus, they have other clients. Like, it doesn't matter. There is one pain point that I do solve for them, though. Pain point that financial advisor would have would be if their client goes into a bank and deals with their bank to get a mortgage, their bank's going to push them to the financial advisor, and now they got all these people in their ear coming at them after their money. And the financial advisor wants to keep that. So if I partner with the financial advisor, well, I'm not going to push them to the bank. Right? If that's the deal we have, I put them to a bank, but then they can't go in the branch and sign because then they go back into their world. So, But does that move the needle? Does, do their doors close if I solve that problem? Or if I don't solve that problem? Sorry. No, they don't. So I'm just hoping that they have clients that want to refinance and then they send them to me and I take, but it's not like they're not waking up like living and breathing, going after that client, need my help before they can go get what they need to get done. 
So I know some of you have financial advisors and you have great relationships. Good for you. I'm talking to the thousands here. Talking to the thousands of mortgage brokers who are going to spend time X. Time and energy of X in doing whatever they're going to do. Webinars, phone calls, texts, videos, emails, whatever they're doing. Okay, so what other referral partners are there? Well, then you get into the ones that I know people throw out and I don't like is, you know, appraisers. Yeah, nah, eh, that's like, these are one-off things. Nothing I can like, there's no predictability with my business on. Um, home inspectors, no. Lawyers, no. I like really, I've one referral in some years. What are we going to do there? Are they going to give me access to their database because I can potentially save them rates? their clients' rates, but then that's not even their clients, their clients that other brokers handed them. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like this is their their doors don't shut if I don't solve their problem. So I always go in marketing, time and energy spent, what's the biggest pain point I can solve? It's with a real it's a blue chip stock. The other ones are just not. They're not even on the same stock exchange, some of them. Right? So you have to decide where you're gonna spend that time and energy and I've heard this a lot. I get a lot of people reaching out to me, asking me my opinions on certain things. <clears throat> Ryan, first-time homebuyer. Everyone's doing first-time homebuyer webinar. I'm going to tell you something. Just because everybody's doing something, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it, ah, it's overdone. The market's saturated. I look at it as, this is with everything, I look at it as, it means it's working. If a lot of people are doing it, it means it's working. If you're ever going into a market and nobody's doing it and you're the first one in, Unless you're like Apple and you're Tesla and like, like it's probably not a market you want to be in. You want competition. It's good for you. It, it's, it's a proof of concept. It means this works. Now I'm just going to do it better. Right? So there, yeah, I agree. A lot of first time homebuyer webinars out there. But I think most of them are being done wrong. I'm not going to get into that today. So if you just do a better one with better messaging, better hooks, better follow-up, you'll win, right? Would I do that personally? Not my model, not what I would do. I have different angles I would do for webinars. But if you're doing first-time homebuyer, don't get in your head that everyone's doing them. Yeah, just do it better. Be way better at it. So many people are doing them so wrong. And they are wasting their time, and they're spinning their wheels, and they're attracting the wrong type of people. You need to understand, who do I want to attract? I'm not going to get into it. I'm fighting the urge to get into it. I'm not going to get into it, though, because I have to go. Um, so there you go. That's my take on referral partners is realtors, right? Realtors, realtors, realtors. And if you don't like working with realtors, that's okay. Then you do you. Go after who you want to. If you don't like the personality fit and you don't, then you're just dealing with the wrong ones. And, yeah, I agree. You have to sift through a bunch to get like anything in life, different personalities, different egos, different expectations. You have to sift through them till you find your four, five, six rock stars. And then that's it. You're good. You're golden. We all need four, five, six rock stars. Realtors, buyer agents, two to 500 grand gross commission a year. Buyer agents, not listing. Buyer, 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 buyer agents, right? Not listing agents. And I'm making feature sheets for them and I'm doing this and that. Like, no, thank you. No, thank you. I want buyer agents. I want people to pound the pavement with buyers and trust them. That's who I want. So now go build a webinar to attract those types of people from the referral partners you want to work with. Okay, there you go. Okay, there you go, kids. Five texts a day. It works. I keep saying it. Some of you are like, 
Ryan, what is that again? I'll do that on another podcast. Um, it should be part of your daily ritual. And if it's not, then stop complaining about, you know, I don't have a great relationship with my lender. I don't have a great relationship with you know, people in my inner circle. I don't have, you know, I don't want to call my clients. Okay, text them. Text them. We all know you should be reaching out. Text them. Then, right? I don't like calling either. I, I, don't, it's, I don't want to get out of bed and call people. Hey, how you doing, Todd? Like, I've done it. I don't want to do it. But I'll text. And it's a close second. Um, so there you go. So that's what I mean by five texts a day. Okay? Peace out, kids. Have a good week. Bye. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.